0: And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us. History Makers. Hi,
1: welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today my guest is Stu Miller from Train to Proclaim, a wonderful ministry uh, that is equipping people in evangelism and sharing their faith. Stu, uh, tell us a bit about your story. Where were you born and raised? I was born in Hawara
0: in Taranaki in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was life like for you as a young uh, fellow? What was your family life like? Uh, well, it's was uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was ups and downs, but uh, yeah, in general, it was a very good family to be raised in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, uh, my parents aren't Christians, but mm-hmm. they are believers in God, and so they've always said they're Christians, and so they sort of, uh, you know, so I've always had a belief that God's there, he's out there. And uh, I've known that, but um, yeah, certainly wasn't, uh, you know, led to Christ by my my parents like most in a a Christian home was. Yep. Okay. And what about your faith journey? Was there a a moment of conversion for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I was really impacted actually by um, my Bible and Schools teacher, my RE teacher. And she told these amazing stories of God, you know, interacting in her life. (laughs) And I was thinking, wow, this isn't just learning from an old book. This is. This is really real stuff. She knows God, and she talked about knowing God and talking with God, and God talking with her. And I was thinking, I want that. If you can know God, the Creator of the whole universe, like yourself, you can know Him as your friend. That's an amazing thing. I want that. Mm. And she, she she sort of said, you know, you can have that too, but didn't really explain how. You know, I didn't really know how to become a Christian, but. And sort of in my heart, I was saying, oh, I want to become a Christian uh, right back there. And mm. um, yeah, but it wasn't until uh, a few years later that, uh, well, not too many years later. Actually, I was only 11 when I gave my life to Christ because I joined a youth group. And um, yeah, again, I heard a, a testimony of someone who knew God. And they said, do you want to know God as well? And come out and and uh, I Took a lot of courage to get out of my seat and walk up the front, but uh, I did. And someone prayed with me and I surrendered my life over to Christ. And I just, it was incredible. My Mm. life's never been the same since.
1: That's wonderful. Now, I love talking to evangelists Mm -hmm. and asking them how they discovered their gift. Mm-hmm. Because you know, they say that us evangel—I'm an evangelist as well. They say mm-hmm. that as evangelists, we look at the world with a different lens. We're always looking for someone that we can share the good news with, and we're always—and mm. um, we lean towards yes. someone that needs to hear the gospel than sure. the rest of the, the, the church people. You know. Yes. Um Tell us how you first discovered your gift.
0: Well, I mean, it was not long after I became a Christian, um, probably when I was about 13. Yeah. I, I, I then got baptized in water and the Holy Spirit, and yeah. I I was uh, it just, you know, for some people, you know, various gifts come upon them, but for me, it was just a, a boldness and, mm. and a desire for other people to come to know Christ, because before then, I was just... Like, hey, let's just keep this to myself. You know, like I don't mm. want to, you know, stand out in the crowd and I want, you know, to be bullied or whatever for, for being a Christian. But then I was like, no, people need to know their whole eternities are at stake here. You know, like, and I was only 13. 13 so wow. There was a friend of mine, Dave Mann. Um, he uh, got saved at a similar time, and mm-hmm. he was also excited about telling other people about Jesus. and And thought, "How are we going to do this?" And we mm. started planning outreaches in our in our high school and doing things. and We'd meet together before school, and we'd pray for our schoolmates, and we were leading people to the Lord and in, in our school. and And um, you know, there was a lot of there was a Christian group in the school, and some of the Christians there just most most people wouldn't even know they're Christians. You know, yeah. they're just sort of like. You know, undercover. <laughs> under, <laughs> undercover Christians, you know, and, and, and people would sort of see them at the group or, or find out that they're Christian. They get some hassle and they'd sort of just shrink away and then, mm. oh, well, you know, or, you know, but, um, it was interesting because we, we got a lot of hassle initially when we stood up for, for Jesus. Uh, it was like, oh, you religious Bible bashers, you know, you God botherers, all this sort of stuff, but. When we stuck to, stuck to our guns, and they said, "Oh, you're you know, you're a religious freak," and said, "That's us. We're freaks for Jesus," you know, like we just we just took it, you know, like and and we didn't we didn't back down. And uh, initially, we got a lot of hassle, but after a while, people respected us. Mm. They actually thought these guys actually believe what they're, they're talking about, you know, because they're, they're standing up for it, mm. and um. Yeah, we, I used to walk around high school and I'd stick my finger up in the air. And when I'd see my Christian friends, I'd go, he lives, you know, and, uh, and I'd yell out, he lives, you know, the bold ones would anyway. The other ones would be like, oh man. Uh, but it became a, a bit of a thing all around high school. People would see me, non-Christians, and I'd yell out, he lives and stick their finger in the air. And I would go, he does, you know, and, uh, you know, it becomes sort of a little bit of a popular thing. And, and we'd ended up actually having people we, we didn't know from a bar of soap, mm. just come up to us and say, Hey, are you, you're that, um, priest, the God guy, you know, like mm. they couldn't quite put a title on us, but. And then start asking questions about God. And we'd have these opportunities with people that we didn't even know, Mm. we just, that wanted to know about God. And, and, uh, we had these great opportunities because we made a stand and people Mm. respected it. Uh, so yeah, it was an interesting high school years. Um, yeah, but it was great to be able to, to lead, lead people to Christ. And I mean, man, I made a lot of mistakes being a young Christian and I I look back and cringe at some of the things (laughs) I did, but, uh, you know, you learn and you grow and God uses it anyway. You know, it's, uh, yeah. And tell us a bit about what you did after school. All right. Well, after school, I did a diploma of business studies and a certificate of management. Um, and once I, it was two weeks after my final exams that I got married to my wife, Maria. And, uh, so we've been married 25 years this mm-hmm. year. Congrats. Uh, yep. Third of July, it's coming up. And, um, and, t- and four weeks after us, uh, we got married, we, I started as a youth evangelist. So I went straight into ministry, which is great because we went straight on to living on faith, you know. So my wife has never used, got used to, uh, you know, Having me having a cushy job and income coming in. So the whole of our married life she's had to, to, to uh, be used to living on faith and, mm. and trusting the Lord, which is great. Mm. <laughs> um, so it was an easier transition than trying to transition from a job. Uh, and yeah, so it's it's been awesome. I did that for seven and a half years as a youth evangelist, going into schools, running camps, uh, assembly programs, sharing the gospel, and, and kids clubs, and all sorts of things. And then I uh, started doing what I'm doing now, which is because uh, towards the end of that time, I I uh, discovered just a frustration that that the gospel wasn't going out. This mm. is the best message of all time, mm. and hardly anyone in the church is actually sharing this thing the The power of God unto salvation. This this can change people's lives for all of eternity. You know. Do do we not care about people's souls? You know. Like, so it was frustrating, and and I was finding that a lot of people in the church actually did have a desire to share the gospel, Mm. but they they've been you know forced down by society. They they didn't have boldness. They were they were struggling with fear, Mm -hmm. or and a lot of it was they just didn't actually know how to do it in a way that, uh, you know, connected with people. They didn't know how to start a conversation or they didn't know what to say when they did have a conversation or when they had one, they, they got all tongue tied. And afterwards they said, well, why did I say that? Or why didn't I say this? And they <laughs> really people were not prepared. They didn't know what the gospel is or how to proclaim it and certainly not how to, to, to proclaim it in a way that people will understand. And so, you know, I was challenged to do something about this. And so, um, I got involved in an organization in New Zealand, I proclaimed the gospel international. And we we started training in churches, and we were we were teaching people how to share the gospel and and how to answer difficult questions, and how to you know engage with uh, non Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that scary after all, you know. <laughs> they're actually quite nice people, and they they are interested in spiritual things. If and they're open if you're you're not pushy, and if you're not you know, domineering and confrontational, if you're you're gentle and humble in your approach, you can have a really good conversation with people and you can, uh, yeah, it's, there's great opportunities out there if we just uh, focused and create those opportunities.
1: Now, evangelists are uh, well known for sharing the gospel but also equipping others to share the gospel. Yes. When you go into a church and you equip people mm. Uh, what, what do you do? You obviously preach sermons you know, on Sunday services, mm-hmm. but
0: you also do these kind of seminars and different yeah. things.
1: What, what are the, the things that you share?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And the part of the transition from going from a youth evangelist to doing what I'm now is that conviction of of uh, Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. And if you are an evangelist, you're called not just to share the gospel, because that's the call of every Christian, yeah. to share the gospel, it's uh, to equip the saints for the works of ministry. And so I thought, I've got to actually equip others, mentor others, train others on how to share the gospel. Mm. So when I go into a church, um, I do everything from preaching in a, in a service through to a full two-week seminar, you know, of a whole lot of evenings and a Saturday and going out on the streets and showing people how it works in real life and mentoring and all sorts. So uh, depending on the church and and, uh, how much time they've got, I find a lot of churches these days are very busy. And so Often, what I do is I go into a church and I have a forty-minute workshop straight after the service. We we take a ten-minute break for a coffee, mm-hmm. and then we're straight into it. And and so the pastors warn the people for for weeks to come: yep. Hey, we're going to have this this forty-minute workshop. Prepare, you know, don't don't rush off after church. Just all you've got to do is nothing. Just don't go home. (laughs) It's pretty easy. All you do is don't go home and just stay around. It's free. Stay for the workshop and uh, learn how to share the gospel. And so we we teach people with the G7 app, which is an app that we've developed, uh, Gospel in Mm 7 stands for, and uh, it's seven minutes to share the gospel with someone. And it's a great way of communicating. And, and the reason we can do it in 40 minutes, I used to be able to, used to have to have three nights to t- train people on how to share the gospel. Uh, now we can do it in 40 minutes is the app is so easy to use. It's Good. just read and tap, baby, read mm. and tap. <laughs> you, you know, you no longer, you know, I mean, I, I remember when I was, you know, going to evangelism seminars and we needed to memorize a massive script. I don't know whether you remember that, yeah, Matt or yeah, no. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it took weeks and weeks and weeks to memorize this huge script. And some people struggle with memory and they're like, Oh, what? if I forget and what if I have a mind blank and you don't need to do that with the app the app's all there in front of you it's got a narration bar down the bottom and you just read and tap through the presentation and because it's all animated and interesting people are looking at the diagrams they're not looking at the words anyway and it doesn't matter whether they do uh, so it's super easy to use. Uh, and it's, um, it's actually, I mean, people go, Oh, I don't like these one size all, you know, presentations that are just the same for everyone. Well, actually it's not. Uh, there's buttons on there that you press depending on the person's answer and it goes to different, different oh, paths okay. and, and it's yep. different ways. And, uh, you, you can share it with one, two, three or four people, you know, so there's multiple viewers and mm-hmm. it, and it asks, asks them multiple questions as you go through. It actually puts their name up and asks them the question. So they personally answer it mm-hmm. and it goes to different places depending on how they answer. And so I actually did some math. Um, for for the, anyone who's interested in math, but there's 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 over 4.2 billion different ways of using the app. Wow. That's uh, so cool, man. It, it sounds awesome. crazy, but yeah. it, it is. You, you've, you can do a quiz or not do a quiz. You can use the narration or not. You can do a short version or a long version. You've got a video version or an interactive version. You've got different paths as you go through. It's just, it's got. Um, Different responses at the end, and then it sends a. Uh, people can put their email address in there, and it sends them a customized email based on their Great. response. So, uh, so it's definitely not a one size fits all. It's it's a quite a. It's very sophisticated app. Yeah. Uh, so people can yeah. search
1: for gospel in seven.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: At uh, Android or Apple app stores. That's right. Great. Yes, and uh, worth downloading. And yep. uh, it's easy to use, simple to do. And and uh, I know that um, you know, you were sharing uh, with me before that you shared it with your parents. Yes, and you said to them, "Hey, I've got this thing that I've developed, and I'd just love to just try it on you. Yep. You know, yep. can, can we? You know, and you sat down, and and I think that's actually a good strategy. You know, it is. Yes. Would you mind if I just went through this with you, just so yep. you can see what I believe? And you know, it's a yep. it's a great uh, way to do it because yep. people love technology too. They're interested. Yeah, they in do. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Great thing about app is, is that people people are always showing others stuff on their phone. They, yeah. they, whether it's an app or a funny thing on Facebook or yeah. a game or something, picture of their family. You know, even uh Olderly people were saying, Look at my grandchildren or my great grandchildren, they're showing you pictures on their Mm. phone. It's a very common thing to do in our Mm. culture. And the same sort of person that may be quite resistant to the gospel if you're just eyeballing them, you know, hey, back off, buddy, you keep your religion to yourself. It's like you put a screen in front of them, they're like, Oh, okay, I'll have a look. You know, it's on a screen, it must be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it honestly, it just Mm. works. It's very, very relaxed because you're side by side. You're not. Front, front on confronting them, you're not eyeballing them when you're talking about serious things like sin and hell and yep. and death and you know it's it's, it's not icy. You know, mm. you are side by side, you it's relaxed. You, you you're letting the app do all the hard yeah, work, that's good. and you do it's it's a brilliant way to share.
1: Now, before we go, uh, you know, the most important question mm-hmm. that uh, I need to ask: there might be people listening to this right now mm-hmm. who aren't a Christian mm-hmm. who don't know what it means to come mm-hmm. to Christ and. Could you just lead us now? Share what is the gospel, mm-hmm. and then let's pray a prayer if people want to come to Christ. Sure,
0: mm. sure. I would I would say if anyone's listening that that doesn't know Christ, there's the Creator of the universe. He made the, the whole world and everything in it, and He's made you. He loves you. He wants relationship with you. But we have all broken relationship with God. We've all gone our own way. We've 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 broken God's laws. We've lied, we've cheated, we've hated, we've stolen, you know, like, um, and if we've even hated someone in our heart, you know, in God's eyes, it's the same, it says that it's the same as murder. It's like we've murdered them internally. We haven't done it physically. And so when we stand before God, we, we are, you know, we deserve to be punished. We deserve, uh, punishment. We don't deserve. To be led into heaven, a perfect place. In fact, we would pollute heaven if we were just to in, into heaven in our current state. But God loves us so much that He's made a way possible mm. to be forgiven, to be cleansed, to be mm. to get given a perfect record and a new start. You know, and uh, He did that by sending His Son Jesus to come to Earth to be punished in our place, just like if you've done a crime here on Earth, uh, you know, and and you were up to before the judge if you'd murdered someone, He can't just let you off the hook. It's have to say, look, there's got to be a punishment for this. It's the same with God. If he's a just judge, he's got to do the same thing. But instead of us being punished, he put that punishment on his son, Jesus. And that's how much he loves us. And so Jesus died on the cross, rose from the dead to prove that he's God. And now we can have a relationship with him. We can be forgiven through his punishment. And, uh, if you want to be forgiven, then it's not just, hey, yeah, God, forgive me and then carrying on with your life. You've got to make a commitment. You say, God, I'm sorry for the things that I've done wrong. And if you're genuinely sorry, you're going to, you're going to want to turn away from those things that are wrong in your life. And so when you make that commitment, you'll never become a perfect person. None of us are, but you are committing yourself. To living life right Living life God's way And so it's a surrender to Jesus And if you're willing in your heart To surrender to Jesus If you say God you know what You know a lot lot better about What's right for my life than I have You've been around a lot longer than I have I'm prepared to put my life in your hands To surrender my life over to you I want you to lead my life I want you to control my life I want to live my life for you If that's you you're choosing the best possible thing for your life. And you'll, this will open up in a whole exciting new adventure for you where God's leading you in your life and you can make a difference here on earth and live with him forever for eternity. And so let, if you want to do that, yeah. let's pray this prayer now. Father, I thank you that you sent your son Jesus to earth to die for me and to die for the world. And I can't thank you enough for that. I deserve that punishment and yet Jesus took it for me. I pray that you would forgive me through what Jesus has done for me. I pray you would cleanse me, give me a perfect record, and help me to start a relationship with you. I pray that you would come inside of me, I invite you into my life to change me, to empower me to live my life right, to help me to turn away from the wrong things in my life and to live every day to for 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 you. Help me to live uh, from now on your way and not my own way I surrender my life to you change me help me to uh, do everything you want me to do I follow you from now on in Jesus name Amen Amen. Amen.
1: Such a simple prayer and yeah. such a great message. Our guest uh, today is Stu Miller from Train to Proclaim. If you'd like to find out more about their ministry, maybe if you prayed that prayer and you'd like a Bible mm. or some information about following Jesus, uh, get in you touch. Can send mm. us an email, info yep. at HistoryMakersRadio.com. Send us yep. an email through there and we'll, we'll contact you. And if you want to find out more from Stu, you can go to train to proclaim.com. Stu, I reckon you're a History Maker. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, mate. bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.